Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Red Pill Cartel. This is episode number 13, just in time for Halloween. And tonight we have Alan Seabaron back on the show, my man who designed the new logo for the show. I hope you guys like it. I think it's pretty fucking awesome. Um, anyway, tonight we're going to do <clears throat> the shriekwell of our uh, movie show that we did a few episodes back. So if you enjoyed that one, we're going to focus more on the on the uh, the occult in uh, uh, Halloween movies or like or horror movies in general, right? And I think we threw a little bit of sci-fi in there. And as usual, everything goes all over the place, you know. You know how it is. So, uh, yeah, and you know what to do. Smoke a dube, drink a beer, do what you got to do. Enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of Red Pill Cartel. I'm your host, Davey Wavy. And once again, the man, the myth, the legend, Alan Seabaran, on here for... Red pilled men on film, the Shriekwell. How's it going, Alan? <laughs> going good, man. I like that intro. That's pretty good. I remember uh, Men on Film from In Living Color. Hey, it yeah. that's where I got. That's where I got the fucking title from. It's raining men down here. <laughs> so was, that show was incredible, man. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. It brought out uh, people like Car- Jim Carrey and other stars like Jamie oh, Foxx. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Un- David Allen Greer. Yeah. But um. So, yeah. Happy uh, Halloween, dude. Happy-, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Uh, haven't seen a soul today in a costume, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty uh, it's a pretty good night. The weather's great and. Uh, we're going to talk about um, more movies that have uh, specifically horror movies or sci-fi or whatever, but uh, we're going to take turns and uh, give you guys movies to chat about it a little bit. If you heard the first episode on this, you'll know how it goes. Um, we took a little bit more notes this time. We were a little bit more prepared. So uh, yeah, man. So it's horror time for oh, Halloween yes. and we got a lot of, a lot of movies to talk about. So uh, you want to start off, Al? Or yeah, sure. So I, uh, I, I, we were speaking, we were speaking about this before the before the show, but um, Halloween kills everybody. You know what I yeah. mean? That movie. Um, I don't know the one before with Jamie Lee Curtis when she came back. It was amazing, but when I saw this one, I'm like, okay, this looks like a, a rush job. It looks very sloppy or whatever, right? But um, the first this, one. Uh, no, no, no. It's the uh, okay. It's the one. The one that Carpenter helped music for this one. The one Jamie Lee Curtis came back and she goes, I'm the one that's going to have to kill Michael Myers. Right, right. So, spoiler alert, they trapped him in a basement. He was on fire. They set him on fire. This one starts off where he's still trapped in the basement, but a fire uh, a fire team, fire firefighters come to uh, think, they, they come to out the fire and think there's people in there alive and they found out it's Michael Myers and he goes like on a uh, fireman killing spree where they wanted to remove that from the movie because it being a, um, I guess it's their, their uh, uh, essential for frontline workers or whatever. Right. So yeah, they wanted to, <laughs> the, and he went nuts on them and killed them. They want to take that out. Plus he also a couple or something like that. I, I, I can't remember. I, I was, 
dozing in and off out of that movie. But you you know me. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. And, and just for just for shits and giggles, I was like, let me see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this. I'm like, ooh, okay, maybe I should have read this first. But yeah. The the you know me the only my, the only Michael Myers or Halloween film I liked was the Rob Zombie reboot. Um, oh, remake. that was incredible! Yes, because it showed you yeah. him as a kid and how he psychologically you know he needed therapy for his problem, and it showed you going like him from a child going into a man and him eventually becoming Michael Myers. And what was even better was when he was spoiler alert when he was killed at the end of that film, he actually died. He was killed. It was dead. He was dead. That was it. A slasher flick, proper slasher flick. And then because of its success, the production company said, well, we're going to make a sequel. And Zombie's like, what the fuck, dude? You're not making a sequel. I ended it like that on purpose. He died. He's not this supernatural supernatural guy in my story that comes back nine or ten times, like Jason right. and Freddy. So, like, like slaughter a goat uh, in, a, in a pentagram made of fire, and then he comes back or whatever the fuck they do, right? Yeah, always tie some kind of witchcraft into the film, and he's supernatural now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, um, yeah. The, the, but so you're crazy. saying, so you're saying, Halloween Kills is had like a political agenda to it. Yeah, I think I think it's maybe liberal now. Like everything, you could be it could be politicized, and it's just like. It's an agenda. It's a narrative, and it's like, why do you want to kill? Like, Michael Myers is a fucking killer. Like, he will not discriminate who he kills. He's like, oh, guess what? Uh, this is this guy's uh, black. I can't kill him. Oh, this guy's gay. I I can't kill him. Oh, it's one of these days. I can't kill them. Uh, Fireman. Yeah, it's like it's it's a it's a horror movie. He's a fictional character. Why? Do yeah, you he doesn't discriminate. Yeah. Why do you want? It's called, and the movie's called Halloween Kills. Like, obviously, he's gonna. <laughs> Hello, he's going to kill police. He's going to kill whoever. It, it doesn't make sense to me to... And he's a fictional character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't understand that whole that whole article or, you know, people want to do... People want to cancel absolutely everything. Who knows? They might cancel the red pill cartel, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever, dude. I'll put it on another fucking platform. Fuck them. Exactly. Yeah, so that was that was uh, Halloween. That was like kind of a freestyle. I just dropped in there, like just off the top of the head. You know what I mean? Because well, I, we I, were talking about that before we uh, started. Yeah. So it wasn't on yeah. my list, but I was like, yeah, okay, this is you know, this is dumb, but you know. Anyways, okay, so that was mine. What do you got on the go? Okay, I got uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh my god, that was a great film. Even the yeah. Even the, the the reboot or the remake in the uh, well, 90s. It, it, the first one was 1956. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Then it was just the Body Snatchers. Yeah, yeah. And then 78 was uh, the best version with uh, uh, Donald Sutherland? Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Donald Sutherland. Uh, fuck, I forget who else, but it's the best version. And then they did a 2007 remake with uh, Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman, which is pretty good. I like that I, one too. I can't remember if I've seen, I've seen the one with uh, Meg Tilly. I think oh, that that's, was probably, just, that's probably a, a sequel. It was the nineties one. The, the, yeah. Because they did other sequels and shit to like the 78 version in the eighties. The body. Yeah. This one I think was just called the body snatch. I remember in body snatch. Uh, invasion yeah. of the body statues, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, seventy-eight version is amazing. Like, I mean, like, so it starts off with like um, this 
uh, organism that comes from outer space and uh, it comes down into the plants and shit. And then people end up getting cloned through the plants. You know what I mean? They, and then like it, it hits them. It takes over the body. They turn into like a pod, like a new flower pod. And then their old body gets absorbed in there, but they become like a clone of themselves. And then they will try to find a way to get you alone and turn you into another pod person and then so on and so forth. And it spreads like a virus throughout the whole planet. And then it become they become like a hive mind. So like <clears throat> if they spot somebody who is not one of them, they'll point at them and shriek. Like that was Wah! scary. Yeah. They, that yeah, noise, dude. yeah. That noise that they made when they screamed all these, that freaked me out. So fucking freaky, dude. Like that's one of my favorite, uh, seventies movies. And, uh, yeah, especially Donald Sutherland at the end. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, you know what? Like, 78, right? So, fuck. When he points at the end, oh, it's game over. It's like, fuck, you know? Not yeah. a good ending. Not a very happy ending, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, I, I did a spoiler alert for the Michael, for the ha- uh, Halloween kills, but you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it, it's basically, uh, how do you put it? It's... um. It's you could just predict what's gonna. It's it's predictable. You know what I mean. So yeah, but like like somebody asked me today, "Well, do you want me to spoil it for you?" I'm like, I don't give a shit about spoilers, honestly. Yeah. I don't care. I, I I it's the journey for me. If I decide to watch it, mm-hmm. and I already know what happened, I don't care. I just want to enjoy the journey. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, it's also open to interpretation because sometimes somebody will watch a film and then you'll watch it and go, oh, how could you miss that, dude? Did you remember this part? And it's like, wait, I gotta go back and watch it. You ever, you ever have that, that um, type oh, of... Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. It's like open to interpretation. Ambiguous, I guess, right? Definitely, yeah. It's not the, it's not the destination, it's the journey, man. For me, anyway. Yeah. It's like, unless somebody gives you some movie that has a crazy twist... And you're like, okay, dude, you just fucked that up. That would have been nice, you know what I mean? But if it yeah, has, like if a, it has, like the Sixth Sense. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If you have, if you if if it has a a crazy twist, I will not give it to anybody. I'll not give it up. I'll just yo, you gotta watch this. I'm not telling you shit. Watch it. You yeah, know what I mean? that's yeah. what I would do. I wouldn't spoiler alert those, but slasher flicks. I don't even have to spoiler alert them. You know what's going on in them, right? So exactly. So, um, my friend, um, who I had on here, Shayla, shout out Shayla, you know, you want this, (laughs) (laughs) uh, she's the one that, um, spoiled the movie, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's, uh, old for me. I haven't watched it yet, but she's like, she was like, Oh, do you want to spoil it for you? I'm like, I don't give a shit, you know? Okay. Yeah. So I want to talk about that then. Cause I seen the whole movie and I have people like, they're hating on it. They're like, that movie was so shit. That was so stupid. And then they're like, you know, it gets old fast. I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, great pun. But, you know. How ironic. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's another one of these movies you have to decode. Like, regular people will watch it and say, what the fuck, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they I'm don't thinking, think about it. Yeah. And I'm thinking about When I watch it, like, it's not. Here's the thing about me and you. We never really like we never really said, okay, we're gonna sit there and connect the dots and decode it. It just it just happens to be natural that when we watch this, we see the bigger picture and we're like, we could talk about it. Where most people are like, 
it's just yeah, it's not, it comes natural to us. It's like I'm not. They're like, oh, you. So how long did it? How many times did you watch that movie to figure that out? And I'm like, dude, like it just what? came. I it just came natural. You know what I mean? I just see. I see things in dimension, if you will. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to say, okay, I caught this and you didn't catch this. I wasn't looking for anything else. It was just like plain as day to me, you know, and you. But um, yeah, the concept of old is sacrifice for the greater good. Spoiler alert. Right. Sacrifice. Pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but she told me about it. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah. So uh, the pharma, of course, the pharmaceutical, the head of the pharmaceutical company is going to say, this beach is a gift from God, right? <laughs> no, okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is. So basically, it's um, it's like people that have like sicknesses with the within themselves. Like one has epilepsy, another one has um, Alzheimer's, like a little, another one has a bit of mental health. They all have something wrong with them. Right. So when they go to this island now, um, they're given a cocktail, a complimentary cocktail, as soon as they get off the plane, you know, the resort, and they take it. But is is a chemical that makes you grow old fast, you know, and um, uh, I think it's like ten, I thought, one year. I thought it was the beach that made you. That's what I thought grow. too. When you see okay. he th- he throws you off in the trailer, you think it's a beach, right? No, okay. and they put they put you on a certain part of the beach where it's like a, it's a, like a secluded beach or whatever, and then from there they're monitoring your your activities and how you behave and if if there's any breakthroughs or anything like that, right? But you do end up aging. Uh, like one hour is actually, I think, yeah, sorry, 60 minutes is 10 years. So one hour is 10 years, oh, right? Shit. Yeah. So the older, the kids there, like, you know, there's kids there, there's, there's uh, older folks and you'll see what happens to them. But um, yeah, the bottom line is they're conditioning you to say, okay, you know, at the end, they were happy that they cured epilepsy with one of the people, right? And it's like, oh, we got this. We're gonna have, we're gonna start marketing this and start researching this and get this out there. So they're conditioning regular people to to say, okay, it's good to actually get a vaccine. It can actually help you save lives. Oh shit! Right, and that's what I caught when I saw it. I rather other people would just be like, nah, man, you read too deep in this. It's plain as fucking day to me, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have to go there, though. You know what I mean? Because everybody who listens to this show, mm-hmm. most most of the audience, I think they're already red pilled already. So, okay, okay. <clears throat> sorry, you don't that. have to. Like, no, it's okay. I mean, because mm. we were talking before how like like I don't want to call people who are like normies idiots and shit, right? So, no, it's just I'm I'm just talking about people that like I I I'm a fan of M Night M Night Shyamalan. I don't really. Oh care. yeah, for sure, dude. And these guys are like, like these are these are friends, coworkers, whatever. They say everything that guy puts out is shit. And I'm like, you oh, it's because they're not thinking. They're not what? They're, they don't think. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like they'll they'll say, oh yeah, you, and then and then they'll like kind of send me or say something like, oh, you don't know, you like shit movies. And I'm like, okay, like it's not it's not really a debate, it's not really an argument, it's not a fight. I'm I don't get aggressive and say you know start telling them about their mother. I don't do shit like that. You know, it's yeah. Just, it's just I was like, okay, I see it a different way, but if you want to knock me for that, that's fine. I'm not. I never yeah. get combative. I never get. Um, yeah. Yeah. I accept whatever you, you and I have always been that way, though. Like yeah. since we met, like mm-hmm. fuck, like twenty something fucking years ago. Like yeah, we we've always been like, dude, you watch this movie and you're like, fuck yeah, and it's like the worst fucking B movie ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. But everybody else is like, you guys watch fucking shit movies. <laughs> but who cares, man? Fuck. And if you think about it, if you look carefully at They Live, um, I wasn't old enough to go to our movie, a rated R movie uh, in the theater, right? So when I caught They Live, it was on VHS. And to me, it had that B-movie type of feel. You know what I mean? It's like, but it was a cult classic and it was actually amazing. It had a pretty decent budget. So the special effects were cool. The, the, the costumes and the makeup and everything. So I was like, you know what? This this would be in a B movie, uh, diner driving driving classic type of movie. What do you think? Hundred percent, dude. Okay, okay. Cool. I mean, most most of uh, John Carpenter's movies after Halloween mm-hmm. were bombs in the box office. The Thing was amazing. That's but after- they all became yeah. But even even the Thing tanked in the box office. I fucking thought that was amazing. Believe it or not, because I think it came out the same time as E.T. and E.T. fucking overcame it. Oh, God. And so, therefore, a lot of his films were, like, classified as B-movies. Hmm. Even though they had crazy he budgets. Had universal backing him up and shit, right? And he had good, he, he had Kurt Russell. Yeah, he had, yeah, good he had top-notch actors, all that shit. But when he released those films... Other movies overtook them, so they all like all, most of his films became cult classics. Yeah, and if you go back and you watch, you you, you go to Rotten Tomatoes and and um, check the rating. They're high. They're rated high. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, so it's it's not like I don't know. To me, I I I don't think he. I think it was big budget at the time, but because of the not proper promotion, I guess it just became like a cult classic or a sleeper. You know. Great. Sleeper hit, yeah. Sleeper hit. I mean, I think that I, th- I, I think in my mind, like watching John Carpenter with his tweets and all that, mm-hmm. him getting into his into his music thing, and he's he's putting out his music uh, live. He's doing live shows and stuff with his son. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I hope he's proud of what he's done because, yeah. It's no so regrets. good and so so influential to me. Even when I was making electronic music and shit, I'm yeah. like, I gotta do something John Carpenter oriented. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the synth. So I, fucking I good. It. He makes his own fucking scores for his movies and shit. Uh-huh. Like, how can you not love a man like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's it, so good. Like, he always has his own tone, right? Right, right. Um, but yeah, like, I I just hope he's proud of what he's done because I've. I fucking love everything he's done. Pretty much everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, like one... He's got I, his own. I'm going to say one that I, I wasn't really feeling. Okay? Which and one? I think you know which, which one it was. It was the one with Ice Cube. And it's Jason Statham. Ghost of Mars? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't, bro. I fucking I love it. <laughs> okay, elaborate. Elaborate. Because I, I was like... I, I when these when these ghosts of Mars were talking to each other with that unga bunga shit, I just started laughing my ass off, dude. I, oh, I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the fucking uh, the Mars, uh, the Mars ghost aliens, mm-hmm. ghosts of the the Martians on Mars, right? And the leader looked kind of like Marilyn Manson, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Though? Like, it still had. For me, I enjoyed the film because I saw it in the theater. I was super excited. I got a bunch of friends to come watch it with me. They're all Carpenter fans. We mm-hmm. all enjoyed it because it still had 
the Albertus font in the in the the, the credits. Oh, and still had the John Carpenter tone, the music. You know, the trains rolling in through Mars, and it's like that fucking Western sound, that Western style music, and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Just roll that train roll, doom, 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 doom. yeah, fucking amazing, man. Like he has his style, and I love his style. That's mm-hmm. all it is for me. The movie could be absolute dog shit, but I could still love it because of his his signature. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you one that was kind of like that, but I liked it. I loved it actually, and it just it left you hanging where you're like, okay, what's gonna happen? It was uh, vampires with one of the Baldwins. One that doesn't really, I think his name yeah, was Steven. Was it Steven Baldwin? No, it was Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Oh, yeah, the fucking odd man out. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that was the only movie he did, bro. He, I don't know. Did he put planks on that set? No. I'm just so, uh, you cut out there for a second. What did you say, sir? Did he shoot anybody with planks on that set? Oh! <laughs> too soon? Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so that's incredible. What's that? Vampires was incredible. Yeah, and the music was insane. And I like the story was it started off slow, but the, like well, actually there was this crazy sequence in the beginning, then it started going slow, but it had a great story to it and it had character development, which I love. And how can you but not yeah. love James Woods? Oh, that guy's amazing, dude. Oh fuck, that guy's fucking incredible. Oh, his IQ is like oh is is higher than Kubrick's? It's like two hundred, I think. I'm not sure. I have to Google that. She's really? Yeah, the guy's a very smart dude, bro. James Woods. Crazy. Really? Yeah. Intelligent. What do you what else you got? This is not a John Carpenter episode, but we went on a <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so let me just go through my list. One second here, dude. Okay. All right. So okay. All right. So um there was a TV series in the eighties. Called V. Okay. Yes. Do you remember that? And then they remade it in the two thousand. I like kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it was shit. It didn't last. The visual effects were better, but you know, it was kind of like a reboot type continuation type whatever. Right. Robert Englund was in it as one of the little. Aliens. Yeah, that's the first time I yeah. saw Freddie. He was. Uh, yeah. I think they call him Fifth Colonist. They were like they were against the um the agenda of the the bad reptiles, right? Excuse me. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And they had Mark Singer and um, Michael Ironside was in it. You know, a lot oh, of the Beastmaster, Robert Singer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Beastmaster. Oh, my God. The first one, the first one was good. The second one, I'm like, what the horrible fuck is this? The first one was horrible, too. I liked it. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Anya Roberts, come on. Topless, come on. You know what I mean? So Right? Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, so in V, what happens? Okay, so V was a show where. where great society, right? Yeah, they came as the visitors, peaceful society. Then they, they looked like humans, and everybody thought they were humans. But when their back was turned or the camera was off, they feed. Like, they grab a bird and just, like, swallow it whole. Or they would like, okay, no one's around. Take your mask off. And they're reptilians, right? And this is in the 80s. So conspiracy. <laughs> so my David Icke people out there that are listening and yours, you know what I mean? This is your show. Like, they know what that's about, right? It's like, yeah. 
they're throwing it in your face to see how you would, you know. And the way it, it was filmed, it was just like it's like all of us. It showed you like people are seeing this UFO, this giant UFO, and they don't know what to make of it. And they're like questioning: Are these people nice? Are they going to be crazy aliens? Like in the mo- in the in the movies in the thirties, and are they going to be scary? And then they see a human face, and they're like, "Oh, you know, they seem approachable and whatever." So it kind of like shows you from there how people will react the first time they see, you know, uh, first contact, right? Right. It is scary, though. It, the TV show itself was scary. You know what I mean? It yeah. was just. I remember being a kid watching that. Like my um, sister and brother in law would be watching that and be like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And remember, there was a girl that, like, uh, that um, had relations and had, like, a kid with her with one of those reptiles. It was it was Freddie, the same guy. Robert England. Wasn't it him? No, it was a different one. It was sorry, it was a different one. A different one. Robert England had a very small part in that show, actually. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't very well known at the time. It was it was another girl that slept with one of these reptiles, but she thought he was like human or whatever. And then they had a kid and it freaked me out when the kid was born and had a forked tongue. That fucking freaked me out. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Huh? It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, and, this, and it was twins. The second baby was a full-fledged reptilian. Came See, out shit, rep- shit like this makes me think about like all the knowledge that you and I have gained over the years. Yeah, it makes me think that like, have people been watching too much TV and they made their own conspiracy theories about what's going on in the world? You know what I mean? You know, it's like, is it is it from those ideas? that we're looking at the world in a different perspective, you know? Yeah, well, okay, so I was thinking about that the other day, actually. I was thinking about, okay, you know how some some people, some some conspiracy theorists can, can have the ability to connect dots to absolutely anything, right? Let's, let's replace the word or the phrase conspiracy theorists with free thinkers. Okay, free thinkers, critical thinkers, yes, yes. And it's like you, everybody questions the narrative. It's like, why are you conditioning me with so many movies about this? You know, and it's like, I'm getting tired of this. It's like to the point where I actually stopped watching TV and movies for a while. Not not because of, you know, decoding or anything like that. Just for the fact that conspiracy shit was more entertaining, dude. It was like, oh, for sure. This is better than TV for fuck's sakes. If it's real, if it's not real. I just do my research, and if it's if I could debunk it, I'll debunk it. If not, this is fucking good shit here. You know what yeah. I mean? So way more entertaining than the oh, mindless yeah. shit they put on t- on cable TV, man. Yeah, because it's all programming. It's like you know, it's like it's like it's like a chick flick, for example. Sorry, a rom com. We're not allowed. To, are we allowed to say chick flicks? I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> it's like it's the same thing over and over and over and over. It's like same re- shit, dude. Yeah, it's a guy meets girl. They fall madly in love with each other. Uh, they fuck like rabbits. Um, something happens where she finds out information of him, about him that she does not like or, or vice versa. They hate each other, don't want to speak to each other. And 10 minutes of the last, the last 10 minutes of the movie, they realize they, they get can't, back together. They can't live without each other. They get back together and walk away in, yeah. in the sunset, right? The only movie that was realistic... Spoiler, it was The Breakup. That was probably the most realistic rom-com, chick flick, whatever you want to call it, I've ever seen because you already know they're not getting back together. But it showed you every stage of an actual relationship. Fall in love, head over heels. You know what I mean? You guys are fighting like fucking crazy. 
you guys try to get back together, it doesn't work out, and then you guys go your separate ways, like real life. Yeah, don't fuck anymore because you're a bitch, and I don't want to fuck a bitch. So. Yeah, exactly. You turn me, <laughs> you turn me off. I'm not gonna get hard for a bitch. You know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, getting back to horror movies. So okay, so that was V, right? Um, and I had this one about um, okay, uh. 1408 with John Cusack. Do you remember that? Oh, was it 1308? 13 Sorry, you're right. 13. Yeah, it's a Stephen King story. Yes. Yeah, it was a Dude, sm- that was, was a small that story. Was, they made the film. Fuck. Yes. And do you did you calculate 1408 what number it actually is? Is it 1408? Yeah, it is 1408, but there is no 14. I mean, remember they took away oh, 13. That's right. That's right. So, okay. So if you add up the numbers it's it actually is door number 13 and it's on the right. 14th floor which technically is the 13th floor because a lot of super uh superstitious superstitious um i guess yeah most buildings don't have 13th floor because of superstition can you believe that right. that's crazy they, they basically that is fucked eh is it still like that like is there ever gonna be a th- yeah i don't have a 13th floor here Technically the, technically, the 14th floor is the 13th floor. You know what I mean? People try to avoid it. It's like, you know, but yeah. Fucked up. That movie yeah. was freaky as hell. Oh, yeah. It was fucking, it was insane. Like when he actually Like he's got a paranormal it. investigator going yeah. to hear about this fucking hotel room. Mm. He go and Samuel L. Jackson, of course, he's in every fucking movie. Yeah. Um, as Mr. Token. Did he, did he say motherfucker in did he say motherfucker in that movie at all? I can't remember. Oh, I don't I don't remember. He I, must have. Yeah. Okay. I, I read the I read the story, the short story and I watched the movie. Um very very similar. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he goes into that room and basically he's stuck there in like a like a purgatory almost. Yeah, that's yeah. All that shit starts happening and he's like He's going nuts, and he th- he's thinking about he wants to fucking just jump out out the fucking window. I think he does at one point, and he ends up back in the hotel room because he's stuck there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. It's like a wild movie, man. Yeah. Okay, do you got one? Because I gave you two. Oh yeah, I got. Uh, what do I got here? I got. Uh, oh, this one's a real doozy mm-hmm. from Roman Polanski. Can you guess what movie it is? Oh my god, one of my favorites. Um uh Rosemary's Baby. Bingo, 1968 Rosemary's Baby. One did of my you, favorite movies of all time. Did you know they made a remake of it with Zoe uh Yeah. Yeah, it was like a made for TV movie yeah. series. I didn't watch it. It was a two-part series, but it was it was pretty good. It it just it added a little bit more to the story, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it was equal. It was equally good, but it was just like the, cool. the t- TV version. But the first one freaked me out. Yeah. When she's... Oh, dude, the atmosphere of the of nineteen sixty eight, the like that whole thing is just right, unreal, man. And okay, you just spawned something. So basically, um, that look that you're talking about, it was more creepier. It was more, you know, it was... the aesthetic of 68. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that again in a movie you referred to me called house of the devil. Remember that shit? Oh, that was so good. Even the way they did the audio, it was like the like, credit. 
Yeah, the the the, 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 and the music and the te- the font, uh, the oh my god! So even good. the even the actors and actresses they chose had that that familiar look from you know like from the Omen or from like the early seventies or the late yeah. 60s. I can't remember who that filmmaker is, but he's a damn genius because. People will watch that years from now. Going, wait, wait, I gotta look back and see what year this was made because damn, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was good. House of the Devil. You guys should like, check that it out. Was really like, good. Eight or some shit like that. I think. Two thousand and eight, right? Was it two thousand? Something like that. I'm guessing. Yeah, but me yeah. Too. So going back to Rosemary's Baby. Oh yeah. my god, dude. So this movie is basically about. Uh, a, a newly married husband and wife. They live in a, a very nice condo or loft, or is it loft? Yeah, condo. Uh-huh. And uh, the husband is an actor. Uh, I think he's a stage actor. Yeah, he's a stage actor. And then he gets a proposition to do, like, uh, I think, like a, a TV show or a movie or something. He got a role, yeah, yeah. But then you realize like how he got that role because he was connected. Uh, yeah, he got connected with uh, the right or wrong people. That's for you to decide. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the movie, it's like I, I this one I can't spoil because you guys really have to watch this movie because by the very end of the movie, like. Throughout the middle, you're going to be like, what the fuck's going on? And by the end, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah, either yeah, yeah either or. Watch the um, the original from 78 from Roman Polanski or watch the... Because you know what I was thinking too, Dave? No, I'd just say, fuck it. Just go to 68, man. I know that. Okay, that that's me and you. But there's a lot of people out there, their attention span is like just... Decrease for, for the stuff they can't go to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, it's this the is fil- still intact and in, in the newer one, right? It's what? Say that again. Story. The story is the main story is still intact. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing I was talking about with my buddy the other day. I said, um, you know what? This is like a lot of people will not go back and watch uh, something like Wrath of Khan. They'll watch Abrams's uh, Into Darkness, and they'll watch Wrath of Khan. And go, Look, dude, as a mullet, this is fucking cheesy as hell. You know, this is oh my god, it's a camera shake when an explosion goes off. And it's like, okay, but you know, it was it was a better film. That was the cutting edge special effects at the time. But a lot of people don't have that open mind where they would actually backtrack and check something out that was made. Right, right. Because remember, it was a lot of slower film uh, shots because they had to sell that they were actually on location. You know what I mean? Which is crazy to me because that's like the ADD generation, you know? Whereas I love watching movies that have nice, slow, long fucking scenes. Mm -hmm. Like that's probably why I'm such a huge uh, Stanley Kubrick fan. Love it. Yeah, he's selling the location. It's actual... It's not green screen. It's not a stage built um, set. It's actually the location. So he's exactly. showing you that. Nolan does a lot of that too. You know what I mean? With his wide angle shots and, you know, but um, yeah. So the thing is, if they're going to check it out, you know, have the patience, have the open mind, you know. But definitely got to see Rosemary's Baby. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, I could watch it over and over again and never get sick of it. And still get scared the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> even though I know what's going to happen at the end, I'm still fucking shattered. Yeah. 
every time, man. I'm because just like, holy fuck. Because you think that you think that Rosemary, she's pregnant for the movie, but you think that she's going fucking nuts. And by the end of it, you're like, holy shit. And I won't spoil it. Yeah. It's fucking incredible, man. It was. It was it was and what I liked about movies back then that like I like the omen also and the exorcist. I liked movies from I guess I guess late seventies, early eighties because there were there weren't like how today's movies are where it's just a, a a bunch of startle scares, you know what I mean? Jump scares through the whole movie. Um, everybody, it's like everybody knows when it's happening. The the music cuts completely down. You don't even hear the actor breathing, and you know something's about to jump at you. You know you can predict it now. Were there were these movies? It had visuals. The music was creepy. The score was oh, creepy. Music. Unbelievable, man. Dude, the opening credits for Rosemary's Baby, like, come on. Even the, even the. That's so oh. creepy. That is so creepy. That reminds me of the poltergeist. Remember the, the music in the background for the poltergeist? Yeah. Oh my God. I think it'll do. Why does it always happen? Why is it that when kids sing a song, it's yeah. creepier than when an adult does it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think they know what they're doing. Like, one, two, three. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Nightmare uh, on Elm Street, yeah. I think Ill Bill actually sampled um, Rosemary's Baby soundtrack and made a crazy beat out of it. But um... Phantomus, Phantomus from uh, Mike Patton. Yeah. They, they did a fucking amazing job with Rosemary's Didn't Fear Baby. Factory do one too? Fear Factory did that, right? Or was it yeah, no, it was Phantomus. Oh, it was Phantomus. Oh, yeah, yeah, Phantomus. Sorry, yeah, yeah. You gave me that. It was um all where he, where he does like la 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 la. That's a good impersonation. Wow, wow, crazy. Yeah. Okay, so Rosemary's baby. Um. Okay, so. Uh, which one would I have? Okay. Oh, okay. So this is a newer one with Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman. It's called Season of the Witch. Do you remember that one? I have not seen it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So, okay. I'll, I'll just give you a quick one rundown. So it's, yeah. it's set around the time of the, um, the uh, Crusaders, the Christian Crusaders. Okay. And, yeah. And this is the first movie I've actually seen where they're battling the Moors. And they're taking orders. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was impressed. I was like, Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman, they have the, you know, the, the white, um, the knight with the big red cross on it. And they're taking orders from Templars. the Pope. The Templars. The Knights of the Templar, right? Yeah. So they're taking orders from the Pope. And when they go to break down one of these castles that the Moors are in, they realize it's women and children that are in there. And they, they decide, you know what? We're not going to do this. Him and Ron Perlman decide to, you know, go astray and say, we're not doing this shit anymore. So their punishment is to, there's a witch that they have to take to a certain place and take like, you know, just them to, it's basically getting yeah, fired. This is, this is what we have prepared for your job. Get rid of this witch. Right. Okay. Yeah. But the movie was like, the special effects were cheesy as fuck. The one scene <laughs> where, where they're carrying, so they, they're carrying in this carriage, right. With wheels and Ron's and Ron Perlman, I think, is in the back, and Nicholas Cage is in front. They're they're just going through all this crazy journey with it, right? And the witch is the the witch, like I guess she changes, like she shapeshifts into different forms, and she's actually you know an attractive twenty year old woman, right? 
one of her her um, her appearances, but um, she could turn into some kind of crazy demon or whatever, right? So she it's 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 a cheesy ass story. I'm like I know Nicolas Cage; he's bankrupt, so he's got to do a lot of fucking films, you know. But it's um, it just shows um, like it's I don't know. It to me, it was it was. It started off good, and then it just ended up like they couldn't execute. You know, tapered the, off, huh? Tapered off. Yeah, like like just yeah. like that movie in time. You had a great concept, but then it just at the end there, you're like, you couldn't execute. You know, so, but yeah, check that out. It's it has some creepy visuals, of course, satanic stuff. All the uh, occult stuff is all over that film, and um. The one scene that was that really I was like, is this scene gonna fucking end? Was that when they have to cross the bridge? I'm like, Jesus, this is like at least 20 minutes of the movie here. What's the big deal? <laughs> Did it lose you? Yeah, I was like, okay, should I come back and watch this? I'm like, nah, I think I got Fuck, to the I main hate point. that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so one more. Um, uh, which is this one here? Season the Witch. Okay, so, so sci fi, sci fi. So okay. what I'm tying in with the whole sci-fi thing is um, the aliens. Like in certain movies, a lot of the aliens have this similar look to them. Okay. I think I spoke to you about it. It was like longer necks, like E.T., long neck. The aliens from at the end of Close Encounters, long neck. You know what I mean? Um, artificial intelligence, the Stanley Kubrick, uh, he wrote that and Spielberg put together his. Yeah, yeah. Those the 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 AIs at the end, long neck, uh, long Star neck. Wars Star Wars Attack of the Clones. The Camino, uh, were the Camino aliens work in the um, cloning facility. You know what I mean? They had the long neck. So yeah, so I'm like, what the hell's with this? Like, you know? And they all look similar. They got the big eyes. Like you remember that the alien you would see, like people drawing their skateboards. That's the face of it. It has that face, but a long neck. I think also the same aliens were in Fire in the Sky. Remember that movie about the dude was abducted in a small town? Yeah, that movie freaked me out when I saw that. Me too, bro. I think it was like 13. Yeah, it was creepy because, like, I think they said it was based on live and true events or something like yeah. that. So, yeah. So like that's that was I, I was tying in. It's like like remember before on our last podcast I was telling I was talking about the tall eight feet um, Anunnaki looking aliens like the engineers and stuff. Yes. I was saying they like they always like the white skin guys right the white the, black the white guys? skin yeah white skin yeah and eight feet tall. It's like you're being conditioned to um, I guess get used to a certain you know either formula or appearance. Maybe these are the friendly aliens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who knows, man? Like, we can't. It's hard. It's very hard to decipher what the the whole alien agenda is. Yeah. So yeah, the, a lot of a lot of. I, aliens... I think I think it's we're just being conditioned to accept them when we shouldn't. Yes, but well, as as opposed to movies in the um, in the the forties and fifties where. You were scared shitless, and they're like, like uh, the day the earth stood still, where Gort's going nuts on them. And what's the other one? War of the Worlds, where you're supposed to like uh, fear them, you know what I mean, or fear right. the unknown. Another movie that's not in the horror horror uh, genre, but it has that kind of um, 
you know what? Those who want to know too much knowledge, you know, there's there's punishment. There's there's whatever for it, right? It's Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. The movie was shit. Oh but, my god! Fucking survives a nuclear blast in a fr- refrigerator. Yeah, he nuked the fridge, jumped the shark, you name it. Um, yeah, the scene where she wants to know all the knowledge, the forbidden knowledge, and these aliens, I think, fry her brain. They also had the long necks. The crystal skulls was was there. It's a long necks, man. I don't know. And it's like it's like this alien. Like, is, are we getting invaded by giraffes or something? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like, I I don't know what's with the long necks either. I was just like, why is why are you ripping well, each other off? I'll I'll pitch that to the audience right now. If you guys have any knowledge about like the long necked shit going on, like, what's that all about? You know. Yeah, because think about Spielberg. Spielberg showed you it in Close Encounters. He showed you it in E.T. He showed you it in Crystal Skull. And he showed you it in the AI artificial intelligence. That's us connecting. Right. That's us connecting the dots. Or, you know, maybe we're just overthinking things. I don't know. But it's just weird. It's weird. Like, I would rip myself <laughs> off. Paranoid. <laughs> Was that? I didn't hear it. it got cut Why off. Why so paranoid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like I'm not, if I'm a filmmaker, I'm not gonna rip myself off nine times. You know, it's, I'm not gonna use the same look that I used in in one of my earlier movies and say, "Well, come on, it's gonna work this time for this generation." No, I'm gonna come up with something new, at least or original. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, but it seems it seems that Hollywood has their own fucking agenda on what they want to portray to us, right? So yeah, it's apparently the fucking thing is the long necked. Aliens, like I don't get it, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Moving on, I'm gonna pitch out another one um, uh, after Rosemary's Baby, which is the same director, Roman Polanski. In 1999, uh, Ninth Gate was was, oh, was uh, released with uh, Johnny Depp. That was amazing. That was so eerie and creepy. Holy I, fuck! Seen that movie about ten times. Yeah. I, I just. Every time I watch the movie, I, I, I get new knowledge from it. It's mm-hmm. one of those movies where you can watch over and over again. Because if you watch just one time, you're not going to get it. Yes. Like, unless you have like a super brain. But um, me, it's, and I, again, just like Rosemary's Baby, uh, Roman Polanski has this thing where he just has this ama- like incredible ability to provide like this atmosphere for you. No. Creepy, eerie, but amazing. Like, I think the score for the movie was very cheesy, right. but still fitting at the same time. Oh yes, yes. So you got Johnny Depp, and he's this book collector, and that's that's his career. You know what I mean? And he comes across this man named uh, Boris Balkin, which is played by uh, Frank Langella. Who played Skeletor in the worst fucking He-Man movie? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Frank Langella is amazing in this movie. He he uh, he he comes across uh, Dean Corso, which is played by Johnny Depp, <clears throat> the book collector, and he hires him to find um, a duplicate of this or the real version of this book of the Ninth Gates. Or Book of the Nine Gates, right? He's, he hires him to find the the, the, the real version of it because he has a replica. And apparently, this book is written by Lucifer himself or the devil, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so he goes on this incredible journey to Europe, Italy, all this shit, and meets all these people and everything seems... Spectacular visuals, by the way. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking for sure, man. Especially that part where the fucking... uh, The the Baroness... Yes, is uh, in the wheelchair and he turns her around. She's choked and her yeah. tongue out. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then her wheelchair goes flying off into the distance and she's burning. Yeah, burning. Oh, incredible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this movie is so mysterious. Like you're not gonna get it the first time you watch it, but you gotta watch it maybe a couple times to really get it. But I, I've watched it like ten times. I still don't fully understand. I think I do, but I'm not 100%. YouTube, there's probably somebody that debunked it. They always have um, probably this yeah. movie explained. I, I watch that a lot. Like, I'll, I'll Google it just to say, okay, what was like when I can't decode it myself or I can't figure it out? I'm like, okay, fuck, I need help on this. Let me go to yeah. YouTube. Let me go to YouTube. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The problem I have with uh, Roman Polanski is the fact that he's he was probably a child predator. I don't know. Well, that uh, whole thing with Chen and Tw- Tate or whatever with the Manson shit wasn't there yes. some? He was he fled or something like that during the time. I can't remember exactly the story, but yes, I heard him and Phil Spector apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, man, but I just take art as what it is and like whatever, dude. If he knew shit that I don't, whatever, I don't care. I just yeah. enjoy movies, so yeah. And you know what? Like, like this whole th- the same thing. Let's get on topic. But I'll, I'll make it quick though. But um, same thing happened with because you know I'm a huge hip hop head, right? So the same thing happened with Africa Bombada, right? And it, and it was a, a guy was on a radio show. Oh talking. yes, I heard about this. Yeah, right. So it's like they're trying to say, Karis One, if you still like respect this guy, you're you're showing like whatever to pedophilia, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, listen, whatever he did outside of the music, that's his own accord, that's his own whatever. Uh, I'm not going to judge somebody based on whatever if the music's great, right? So what do you think about that? Like, what do the people out there think about that? Like, Michael Jackson, for example, like a lot of people, like, they'll say, oh, Michael Jackson, he's a, he's a whatever, but his song comes on, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, and you're, you're, you're going nuts. You're dancing, you're whatever at the clubs, right? So I'm saying with that whole thing, Roman Polanski, artist, you know what I mean? African Babata. Well, I like that one song. I don't know what else he came out with. And then there's Michael Jackson. So things like that, you know, what would you, what, what do you think? I think it's just like <clears throat> detaching yourself from the artist, you know? Yes. Exactly. And just enjoying the art for what it is. I mean, that's, that's how it is for me. Cause I know like the same thing with um, Victor Salva who mm-hmm. did the Jeepers Creepers movies as well as Powder. Mm-hmm. It's like, those are fucking awesome movies. Powder was amazing. I, but oh Victor God. Selva himself went to jail, did his time for apparently diddling the kid on set. Uh, I think it was on Powder, actually. Oh, shit. Was it Eric the same? Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's like, you can still enjoy art for what it is okay. without, um, you know, uh, associating yourself with the artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like a lot of people say, oh, I won't buy these pro- products because they're from uh, child slave labor or whatever. You know, so yeah. 
yeah. For me, I, I really have learned to detach myself from anything related to Disney. That's good that you explain that to people. You know what I mean? That's great. That's great. Yeah. And I mean, like, I love a lot of Disney stuff, but I'm torn between the idea that, you know, it was started by Walt Disney and a Nazi mm -hmm. and MK Ultra and all that shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I, I do enjoy Disney stuff, like, especially like Tron. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. Love yeah. it, Tron. Tron. Oh my God! One of the one of, the black that, right? the black hole was amazing too. Um, yeah, I love that. Too. That had Anthony Perkins in it, didn't it? Yes, it was. It was another creepy, eerie type seventies movie, man. Like, oh, those movies were the best, man. They were just creepy. You know I, mean, I mean, like, I know what like the companies and shit and the, the corporations represent, but at the mm -hmm. same time. Like, I just want to enjoy life. And part of enjoying life is enjoying art, right? Yes, so, we said like, this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you like find out that like somebody who's associated with a certain um, art form or like whatever, are you really going to like just completely deny it or bash it because a certain person was involved with a certain thing or whatever? Yeah. I'll give you a prime example. Can you enjoy the art for what it is instead of like associating it with the artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll give you a prime example of that, by the way. So Kanye West, he's a fucking idiot. Okay. He's a moron. He does a lot of dumb shit. But for me, I, I being the producer aspect, I, I break apart this guy's music and say, this guy's a fucking genius. Like half the stuff he sure. does musically, I'm like, I like Kanye as the Kanye we know, the artist. You know what I mean? The guy who makes the music, has a few ill punchlines, a little bit of wordplay, um, does a little auto tune. Not really into that shit, but yeah, he's he, he, he starts trends. So the Kanye separating the artist from whatever their bullshit they're going through in life. You know what I mean? I still enjoy the art itself, like you said earlier, right? Yeah. People are like fuck Kanye. That guy's a fucking moron. Blah 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 blah. Right? It's like okay. Yeah, yeah. but like, how do you deny how good what their their art is? You know what I mean? Like you can't just right. deny how good their fucking creation is. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that. Yeah, that could go pretty fucking deep. That could be another show. Yeah, you know? we get yeah get people's opinions on what they think about that for sure. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Okay, hit me up. What do you got? What do you everybody, got? What do you got? everybody, fucking comment. Everything, like, subscribe, fucking drop a Apple review. Let me know what you guys want to hear more from us, our brains. Anyway, so uh, how about Hereditary? Shout out again to Shayla, because she said, you better fucking mention Hereditary or I'm going to disown you. That movie was <laughs> fucking beautiful. That was that. Yeah. This is what we've been missing from horror from time in the modern day. I was like, I love this movie. You told me about it. You used to go you know, check out Hereditary. I checked it out. I was like, fuck, this is amazing. Holy dude, shit! It's crazy, a, dude. Like original too. Original concept. I love can't it. say enough about this movie. I mean, like I've only watched it once, but it really, really fucking stuck with me. Blew my mind. I'll tell you that. You no, know, because I was, I was completely sober watching it, and there was a part that came out that came up 
and I just had to turn it off. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do this right now. And I, I never do that because horror movies never scare me. Really? Can I ask? I mean, they, they do sometimes, but what's can that? I ask, can I ask what part it was? Um, the Not sister the in the car. I... The, sis- the little sister in the car. Oh, God damn. Oh god yeah. damn! Oh god damn! Yes, yes. I'm not gonna tell anybody about that. It just like uh, I was just like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then I watched a little bit after that, where the brother was in his bed and like contemplating what was going on, what what just happened. Bro, my and I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking do this. I can't do this. I stopped the movie. Yeah. And I had to watch the rest of it. That I had to put a comedy on, and then the next day I watched the rest of it, and it yeah. still fucking freaked me out. Yeah, I completely forgot about it, but you you tell me, yeah, I, I remember my neck hair standing up, and I got goosebumps, and I said, wait a second. Like, I paused Aww. it, I'm saying, I, I had to stop and think about it, I'm like, what the fuck? But I still watched it again that same day, I didn't put it off, but I did pause it after, and I'm like, okay, 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 this was hard. This was, this was, this was, whoa. Dude, it was, it was fucking brutal. Yeah. And then, and then like, the fucking, uh, I'm only gonna say one, two words. And I'll ask how you react, okay? Piano wire. Oh god damn! <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that was. Oh god, yes. yeah. Yeah, piano wire thing got me. I was just like, "What the fuck?" That time I was high when I was watching. I'm like, "Holy fuck! Where's yeah. this? What the that'll, fuck?" That'll enhance your scare by like at least ten. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was, that was... The, whole, the whole thing, the way that it ends and the way that everything sums up is totally a cult, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, remember, I think I told you about this. This is not going to give any spoiler to anybody, but some of the visuals close to the end of the film reminded me of a Rob Zombie film called. Um... Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh fuck! What's it called again? Something of Salem, Souls of Salem, or uh, Witches of Salem, or no, Lords, Lords, Lords of Salem. Yeah. Oh my God, that brings me to another one. Remember yeah, Lord of Illusions. Yeah, Lord of Illusions. Oh my God, me and my friends snuck in to see that movie one year. Swan. That movie freak. That was that had a lot of satanic and occult. Um... Holy shit! It's all about magic and black magic and shit. Oh yeah, and he was he was okay. using that to actually his show, and people thought he was actually an illusionist. Nah, he was using it's fucking Bacula. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, is that who it was? Yeah, which one was he? Oh, he the was the, the, guy. the guy. Yeah, the guy trying to figure out what's going on. But yeah. I was talking the guy who actually is the the illusionist, and then his mentor Swan. Yeah, Swan oh, and Nix. Nix yes. was the, the 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 bad guy. He, yeah, he was creepy as fuck. Yeah. Shit and oh my god. Yeah, check yeah, out Lord of Illusions. That's another one. That's uh, written by Clive Barker, actually. Yes, Clive Barker yeah, always hits his her and Nightbreed and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, holy, fuck. that wasn't on the list, but yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but no, you just spawned it. That's what's good about uh, podcasts, man. Like, you'll say something and it inspires me. Like, fuck, I didn't think of that. Yeah, this one. So it was Lords of Salem is the one by Rob Zombie, 
which actually has a similar kind of, in my opinion, similar ending to Hereditary. Very fact, similar ending to Hereditary, yeah. Another one, Dave, another one. And you put this on your list and you told me about it. The Witch, which was filmed in Ontario. Oh. At the end of that one, same shit. They, they had the black goat. What was her name again? The, the black goat was... Uh, fuck, I don't remember the name of the black goat. That but, movie was... Like, to me, there was some creepy, creepy... Not jump scares, guys. I know everybody's used to the jump scares, but no. This had yeah. visual visuals. Yeah, like, see, jump scares don't fucking do anything for me. I gotta have psychological. Mm-hmm. Something that makes me think, you know? Yeah, it's something that's like... Definitely did that for me. Right from the yeah. beginning to the end. Holy yeah. shit, that movie. And one scene, just... I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sleep with the lights kind of on tonight, like dim... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is it's like, okay, I like I, this is what I'm feeling. This type of stuff. Uh, two other two other movies had the same effect. And I, I mentioned them on your last podcast. One was Martyrs. Okay, I didn't mention this one, but The Girl Next Door. Did you not the one with Alicia? What's her name? Cuffberg. Not that one. <laughs> I think we did get into that. Last we got time. into we got into Martyrs, and Martyrs is one of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen. You know what I mean? It's not jump scare, startle scare, any of that shit. It's just the visual, the visuals and the concept are psychological and they stay in your fucking head for a minute. Right. So so although the girl next door, I can't remember who who um who wrote that, but uh that movie, it's it's not even gory. It's just what's going on in it. It's not even a horror movie, but it's it's the disturbing um events going on in the film that like it'll fuck you up you won't have nightmares but you would just be thinking about it going holy fuck and that's what right. the, girl, the girl next door did to me you got to check that out uh let me just let me just look it up right now sorry the crazy girl, it dave it fucked me those are like i could honestly say though like i haven't seen a serbian film yet and i heard that's pretty disgusting it disappointed me really i never seen yeah. that I mean, I think Shayla also uh, mentioned that to me, uh, a Serbian film. I was like, yeah, I saw that back in the day. I think I was already too fucked up in the head to like... It didn't phase. Okay, okay. But Hostel back in the day really fucked me up. Oh, that's all. Hostel was from... um, Let's see. Early early 2005. Uh, they made a sequel in 2007 and then they made a third one which sucked ass in 2011. Mm-hmm. The first two, like the first one is a shocker because they used the... to call it uh, gore porn or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because like there was so much gore in it but at the same time the whole concept of it was crazy. Like by the, end of, by the end of Hostel you'll be like holy, like at, at least back then for me before was I was red pilled, I was like, "You know what? I bet you there is a club out there of yes. elite people who do torture people. Squid game. They'll pay. They'll pay pay money and torture people. Yeah. You know, that's that's basically what the the movie is about. Yeah. So now that people are are awoke or sorry, they're woke to this. Um, this is where Squid Game ties into movies like Battle Royale. And the Hunger Games that we were talking about on the last podcast, yeah. So yeah, when I saw that, I was like, 
that was probably the first one of of that of the um that type of formula. You know what I mean? Finding out that like <clears throat> top tier people are sick as fuck. money. Pleasure yeah. out of it. Pleasure. They get pleasure. Yeah, out pleasure out of torturing people or killing people. Yeah. Which to me is just like beyond my comprehension. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't even fathom. You know. Like, why would other people get off on doing that? Yeah, exactly. It's like they have so much power in their lives. And this, it comes, ties back into the elites, right? Yeah. There's power in their lives that, like, what else can I do with my life? Oh, maybe I could fuck kids or maybe I could kill people and torture them. Yeah. Maybe just pay out of my petty cash, out of my multi trillion dollar account and torture people because I'm so bored with my life, you know? Yeah, it's like this is my this, this is my fetish where I, I'm willing to pay pay lots of money, do this thing, and then go back to my you know my nine to five or my salary or whatever, you know. <clears throat> Fucking nuts, man. Yeah, and they're part. Of, and remember, they had a tattoo showing that they were part of that. Um, that they had that was their membership or whatever. Yeah, it's like the Hunters Club. Yeah, okay, I think so- it was like a Saint Bernard uh, tattoo or something. Some kind of bulldog or something. Yeah. Okay, so I found. Yeah, you're right, Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard. Okay, so I found it. It's Jack Ketchum's The Girl Next Door 2007 film. And it's a horror. Film. Oh, it's, they classified it as horror. The Girl Next Door. Uh, based on Jack Ketchum's novel in 1989. Same name. So this one is extremely <clears throat> disturbing. Directed by Gregory M. Wilson. Uh, let's see who's starring in it. Blanche Baker, don't know who that is. Daniel Manche, don't know who that is. Blythe, I don't know. I, I don't know these names, but their faces look familiar in the film. Like they're probably like uh, co-starring or, or you know, extras in the back of some big budget movie, but of that time, anyways. Check out okay. the girl next door. It's, I mean, like prepare yourself for anything. Okay, that's all I have to say. Nothing too gory. No, ju- no startle scares. And but it just makes you think is the problem, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's a problem for most people, of course, because they go to the park, <laughs> bro. Their brain is on cruise control. It's like, I'm just gonna eat my popcorn and watch the film, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> you know what I mean, don't try to make me think now, okay? I just come here to watch the movie and not be bothered, okay? I don't want to have to think about shit. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is, right? So, what else? Guaranteed, man. What else you got, dude? I have. Um, <clears throat> how about the hills have eyes? Oh my god, dude! I I so really dir- sorry. yeah, dude. The was, original was, was directed in uh, by Wes Craven in 1977. Mm-hmm. Uh. I believe Wes Craven directed a sequel, but then they made a re a reimagining in 2006. Fucking loved it. And, uh, yeah, I love both of them. I mean, yeah. the first, the the original is like, it's not as quite as violent. Mm-hmm. Like 06 had that rape scene in it that just made me like, holy fuck, you know? Yeah. Like too fucking much. But basically, like, there's this nuclear testing ground, right? And then this family of cave people who were mutated and shit lived in the, in the caves by the nuclear testing ground. And then this family gets broken down in an RV 
or a trailer or whatever, it right in the fucking middle of it. And then they find out like they have no cell phone, no nothing. They got nothing. And then they're, they're stuck there. And then uh, these cave people come out and they come and try to get them, you know, it's fucking wild. And they're mm-hmm. all mutated shit. Like they're all mutated from the, the radiation that was left over from the nuclear testing. <clears throat> yes. I, I so love the remake. I was like, this is, did they, did they do a sequel after the remake or no? No, I think okay. they only did the one. Okay. But they they did a, they did one and two with Wes Craven mm-hmm. in uh, seventy seven and like probably like eighty two or something like that. Rest in peace. Yes. Yeah, Great. Wes Craven was one of the greats. I know. Like that. You know what blew my mind after doing all kinds of Freddy and Scream horrors, he hit you with psychological ones like the Red Eye. That was another beautiful film. With oh, uh, Red Eye, Red Eye was with um, what's his name, uh, Killian Murphy. Murphy, yes, yes. Yeah, and, um, and uh, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel McAdams, and uh, my guy Brian Cox. Love that guy. Not because oh, of his Brian last Cox. name. Not because of his last name, guys. Like fuck that. Okay. <laughs> okay, he's a great actor. He was. He he's really good. Brian really good. Cox was the OG uh, Hannibal Lecter. Yes, and he was also Striker <laughs> in the X Men, and he did a good job. Oh, that's there. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another one uh, you just met, you mentioned uh, uh, the hills have eyes. Well, um, I I, I want to mention one that everybody knows and everybody loves: Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. Evil Dead, fucking beautiful, dude. And there's a new movie coming out called I think it's called Evil Dead Rising. Bruce Campbell in it. Yes, sir. Oh goddamn. Uh, is he going to be serious or is he going to be his old Bruce Campbell self? I think he's going to be uh, Ash. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. The first one, yeah, freak- dude. The first one freaked me out with the friggin' the branches going up her. You know what I'm saying, right? So. Oh, she gets raped by a tree. Yeah, fuck. That's that's crazy. It even freaked me out when when she's possessed and she's sketching that image on the on the. Uh, oh my. God, on the on the notepad, she's like, yeah. It yeah. scared like as a kid, it scared the fuck out of me, dude. You know what I mean, dude? Okay, so that movie, I was exposed to it. I watched it when I was probably about like four or five years old. Goddamn. Yeah, and watching it now, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's right? like drag me to hell will make me laugh for days. Yeah, me- yeah. I die of laughter with the old lady. Oh god, I'm pissing myself. Oh my god. Gives gives the girl gives the girl the gummer in the car. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, wa- watching Evil Dead when I was uh, like four, five years old, I went to bed in my parents' room and my parents weren't in there, and I was sleeping, and I woke up because I was having a fucking crazy nightmare, and I ran out of the bed, and I fucking I unlock. I was I was trying to get out of the room. I was like, ah. Uh, I couldn't unlock. I couldn't fucking get get the door open, and I was looking back, and it looked like something was fucking chasing me and like pounding on the fucking door. I'm like, ah, 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 right? And then I woke up again. Wait a minute. That yes. you know what that was, dude? Some of these films. Do you know the whole concept behind Mer- uh, Monsters Inc. and everything, right? Uh, basically, it. Some of these films are to bring out 
energies from you. Fear. Right. Right. And remember in that movie, Monsters Inc., they would take your fear and put it into this machine and create, I don't know what they were creating. I can't fucking remember, but it's, yeah, they're uh, taking your loosh. Yes. Yes. So I realized that what your dream you had, you ever heard of the incubus and the succubus and all that shit? Yes. This, I, was, I was attacked by a succubus about 10 years ago. Go on. Yeah. I Mine is both. Sometimes it's the incubus. It's because, like, if we fuck with all this occult science shit, you're opening a door that people don't understand, right? And some Probably. Of these, some of these films, yeah, because, I, bro, before I started fucking with the occult, like, I never had the succubus or the incubus or whatever the fucking bus it was. You know what I mean? The sleep, <laughs> sleep paralysis. I've never had that before. I've, I can honestly say I've never had that before. So right. it's the same thing with these films. I think it's trying to get that out of you, you know, like by these crazy sickos that make these films. Certain ones can hit you like where like, you know, that was their plan. You know what I mean? It could be all right. it, could be, it could all be ritual. Who knows? We don't really know. We're just assuming right now. But I remember um, when I got to sleep paralysis, it's like, what was I watching? It's all like, what was I watching the night before? You know what I mean? Or what did I put on and why am I even thoughts like even us talking about it? Like remember what you mentioned earlier was Devil's Night. There's a lot of crazy negative energy out there. You know what I mean? Because of the whole pagan, whatever, the science behind Halloween and Devil's Night and everything. Right. So who sure. knows? Somebody out there might actually be visited by an incubus or a succubus tonight. Just saying. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, hopefully not. Let's pray about that. Uh, <laughs> watch a comedy. Watch a comedy before you go to pay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, you got to yeah. just stay in the positive vibes. That's all. You know what I mean? Exactly. Even when I watch a horror movie, I'm, I'm, I'm still like on a positive vibe. I'm not like, hey, it's just fucking scared. Hey. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's not now, about that. nowadays, let's be, let's be realistic. The horror genre is declining bad you know what i mean it's it's just i can't because it's shit yeah it's shit i don't know if it has something to do with budget i don't know if the production company is saying that can never sell that shit bring back mike myers chucky and fucking freddie and jason that's all people want to see right now get this shit out of my face yeah there's no fucking originality anymore right the witch was very original though i always i was the witch the witch go back to the witch guys Hereditary, hereditary, and hereditary. Really yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's your next one? Okay, so I'm gonna get all like crazy with this one now. Okay, and maybe like you can it. relate. Maybe you can't relate. Maybe the people out there can relate. The audience. Okay, so quantum mechanics. Okay, so I'm gonna explain myself. Basically, these films that we've been watching in the last 10 years always about been like, even if it's a superhero movie, there's a city being destroyed, there's terrorism uh, going on, like buildings coming down, just reminding us of the the 9-11, right? We saw so many films, Spider-Man 2, Fusion Reactor, going to blow up the city, Batman uh, Rises, The Dark Knight Rises, same shit. Uh, you know what I mean? A uh, fusion reactor is going to destroy the city, demolish the city. Superman and Man of Steel flying through, kicking General Zod's ass, destroying parts of the city. Justice League, parts of the city. 
blah, 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 2012, destroying parts of the city, Independence Day. It's like you, they kept showing you that, okay? That, right. era, that era is... Now, let's be realistic. It's all about quantum mechanics now. And it started from like movies like Indiana Jones where he said, these aliens are not from space. They're from the place in between, right? So they're talking about dimension. Like interdimensional, they're, yeah. Interdimensional, like, okay, and check this out. You watch WandaVision. It's setting you up for a movie called Doctor Strange 2 uh, Multiverse of Madness, I think it is, or something like that. Oh, fuck, and, really? And the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. The animated film that's showing you. Now it's all about multiverses. And then guess what? Guess who comes out with the metaverse? This is this is uh, Dickface, uh, Zuckerberg, right? So... <laughs> Penis with ears. Penis with ears, yes. <laughs> He's got the metaverse coming out, uh, which is kind of like the Oasis in Ready Player One, for fuck's sakes. It yes. is the exact same shit. Absolutely. Right? So now what I think is the, 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 the buildings coming down was that stage. Now it's all about quantum mechanics. It's all about when you watch Loki and you watch WandaVision, you watch these Marvel little uh, spinoff shows, it's aiming towards a multiverse. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is this is this is this is what you're being conditioned to accept now. You're being and don't don't even mention the fact that fucking you know the conglomerate who owns that all that shit now is Disney, right? Yes, exactly. They can condition you as much as they want now. Yeah. And remember, okay, here's another one that, 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 that kind of ties in the same thing. You know how everybody is into the social media thing where the Oasis, you don't have to be yourself. You could be, you could choose your avatar and your avatar can look like Megan Fox or, or Chris Hemsworth or be the most best looking person on the planet, right? Sure, yeah. Remember that movie with Bruce Willis called Surrogates? Yes. That was subconsciously telling you that, you know what, these people with the filters on Snapchat and doing all their profiles up, getting written, looking, looking all beautified and pretty and everything. This is what their avatars were like. So when you right. go into that that metaverse or whatever, you'll be able to like choose whatever avatar you want. You know, it's just like it's becoming surrogates. It's becoming all the stuff that we saw before in film. Sure, it's the same thing. Like I don't know if you saw the video about um, with David Ike. Uh, talking about um, the metaverse, where like it's it's gonna be the norm, mm -hmm. or the newborns coming into the world, where they could just go into the metaverse and you know. God damn it! This is the Matrix, bro. Remember, yeah, babies hooked up to that fucking. This is shit. exactly what the honestly, like, and when I was growing up, watching going back again to Tron, right. I wanted to be in that video game world. Oh fuck yeah! I, I would love to. Be. Those, give me a light cycle now, goddammit. Even a recognizer, yeah. I would fly and a recognizer. Not, not to work. What fucking doing. They've been conditioning us for like decades mm -hmm. to uh, accept the technological world. Yeah, yes. yeah. So all the people that are out there that think transhumanism is new, uh, no. It's, it's been, not. It's been it's been around for hundreds, thousands of years. Yes, and it's been put into film. It's been put into. Uh, what's the guy who wrote Blade Runner? Uh, not Philip K. Dick. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Arthur. Arthur C. Clarke was 2001, right? Arthur C. Clarke. 
2000. Yes. Okay. So Philip K. Dick wrote Imposter. He wrote uh, do uh, do uh, Android's Android dream of, dream of electric sheep. Electric yes. sheep. Yes, yes, yes. And Blade Runner. Okay. Yeah. So it's even Blade Blade Runner was seventy nine for fuck's sakes. They have been trying to do this transhumanism shit from time. And here's another thing I was going to mention to you. Remember the Borg in Star Trek? I don't know if you ever watched Star Trek, but the Borg, everybody gets assimilated. There's a collective. So basically, you are all, you know, once you're assimilated, you're part of the same collective working for whatever. You know, you are no longer a human being you're you're part of the board you're part of the like like what they say about the whole pfizer moderna ship when your dna is erased from this this is a conspiracy guys so you know i'm just saying i'm just putting it out there that your dna is gone and you become part of pfizer or moderna or i don't think anybody's you become part of a corporation yes which goes back again to invasions of the body snatchers where mm-hmm. everybody becomes a hive mind through a pod, right? Like mm-hmm. it's the same kind of concept. It might, might not, might not be technological back then, mm. but, but the formula the is of, there. Yeah. The formula is there. It's like the same kind of thing. We're like, Oh, if you're not part of me, you're fucking done. We're going to kill you. You know? Yeah. And, and that's and- probably what's going to happen because Dude, I'm going to go back to the Bible again. Mm-hmm. It says brother will turn on brother. You know? Oh, that's uh, that's the, the anti-vaxxers and the vaxxers. You know, yep. just... If you don't fucking accept what's going on in society right now, we're going to fuck it off with your fucking head. You know? Yeah, it yeah. might not be like, like that right now, but I'm pretty sure it's going that direction. I think we could all live in harmony. I don't think... I hope so. Because, you know what? I'm a humanist, like I said before. It's like, I if you're vaccinated, that's fine, dude. Like, it doesn't mean we have to be enemies, because I'm not. You know, we yeah. can be friends. We can laugh at the same jokes, watch the same movies. We're still part of whatever. I'm not going to knock you, because you got it. You know, I'm not going to say something biased, like maybe fear, like, consumed you. But, you know, it's like, there's so many things that you didn't know about this thing, and it wasn't even... Uh, FDA approved by that sick puppy. Oh fuck, that's the wrong words. Uh, Fauci, yeah, like dude, like that motherfucker. We're supposed to listen to this guy after what he did with those fucking dogs, bro. Come on. And you know what's fucking funny about that shit too is Disney brought out a box set documentary about him. Okay. Get into the fucking box set, like here, take some candy, take this, take that. Right. Like, really? They actually did that with Fauci? Dude. Like, it's fucking unbelievable to me, man. Like, the shit that's going on, and people are not aware of it. It it, it fucking pains me on a day-to-day basis. You know what it is, though? I I realize that, okay, I'm not going to knock people either for this. It's like, I understand greed has fueled your like you want you want to be a consumer. You want to be you want to buy all the things you want and enjoy that aspect of life, be materialistic. But my my message to you guys out there that are like that, I guarantee you nobody listening to this podcast is like that because they're all woke, right? Probably not. Some of them, some of them might be, some of them not. But uh I realize when you die, none of this fucking shit is coming with you, man. The only thing that's coming with you is beautiful memories. So that's what you got to do is create amazing memories. You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. You're, 
Your soul is the only thing you got. Not even how you look. If you go to the gym all the time, if you're... No, if no, you're no, 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 no. You, you don't have a soul. You are a soul. Yeah, exactly. This this body that everybody's like, you know, filtering it up and taking selfies with, that's not coming with you. <laughs> that yeah. is, that's not coming... That's not coming with you. That's how you get around. That's how you get around life. Beauty, beauty fucking fades, man, but the soul never does. Yes. And that means if you're if your beauty's got to be internal, not external. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's got to be internal. Like you got to be just a beautiful. Like sometimes I'm with people, Dave, and I'm like, they just like, oh well, that guy like oh, yeah, he eats too much or he's overweight or he's whatever. And I'm like, I don't see that aspect of him because I don't look at that. I look at the soul because this person is amazing individual makes me laugh you know has great conversations with i don't look at that shit the superficial shallowness is not i don't know it's not it's not appealing to me you know what i mean Dude, like, i'm telling you like i i always like even when it comes to like women mm-hmm. i look at all women and all shapes and sizes and colors right that's beautiful like yes. So many people, like, I'll, I'll look at, like, a little person, quote-unquote. That's politically correct. Right. I'll look at a midget and go, oh, dude, she's fucking hot. She's, like, she's beautiful, you know? Yeah. People are like, how can you look at a fucking, how can you think a fucking midget is attractive? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just looking at the person, and I can see, see the soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you, you don't see the Be aesthetically pleasing, but I can look at the person and be like, Mm-hmm. You're such a fucking beautiful person. Yeah, like, because it doesn't matter, you know? Sometimes it could be the thing that they're doing in the fucking photo that you're like, okay, this person, you know, <laughs> for them to do this, I admire that. That's that makes you even hotter, you know. It makes you whatever. It makes you it makes exactly. you it makes you appealing, you know? And it's like I see a lot of women that are putting like filters, like they'll be like when I'm on these dating apps or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm on dating apps. Anyway, so a lot of them I go for like like are older now, like fifty two, because I can't deal with the the uh, validation from the younger ones that are always like in front of the the mirror in their underwear, right? All, although it's very attractive, and I am a guy, and guys like visuals. The older women, the filters stop it. You know what? There's nothing wrong with wrinkles. Okay, there is nothing wrong with it. Hundred percent. I if I'm gonna see you in person, there's no filters unless this is the metaverse. So, dude, dude, look at the guy. Look at that black guy who is is with that one old lady. Have uh-huh. you seen that? Not he, Flavor Flav and young, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> black guy who's like yeah. with this older lady, and everybody's like judging her like she's a fucking oh, she looks like a fucking crackhead, this and that, right? But they're like dancing together and fucking love is love. It's like, dude, it's they love each other. You can tell. Yeah, and this is this is not the shallowness that the media is keep showing you. You know, even even the fucking island boys. You know, island boys. They look like Groot twins, bro. They look like they're the Groot, Groot and Groot. Like, what the fuck, man? They look like trees. Yeah, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. I I I initially I judged them right Mm -hmm. off the bat. But then I saw more posts from them. I'm like, these kids are fucking beautiful souls, man. I thought they're, they're are they autistic? Is, is that the truth? Or I heard I that. don't know, but they're they got face tattoos and this and that, whatever. Like initially I was telling people, like, look at these guys, they got they went full fucking retard, right? Did anybody yeah. tell guys not to go full retard? But then you see like some of the other posts that they put up, and it's like, dude, these these kids are fucking like 
good shit. You know what I mean? I heard the mother's a dentist and the father's like a, uh, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this. A lawyer, I think, or attorney or something. But yeah, they're they're pretty well off, dude. You know, the fact that they went they went viral for um, that little song that they sung. Um, yeah, power to you. I know. Yeah. I know. It's like, it's like, you know what? Somebody should put that song together. I, I saw a guy on TikTok remix it, and it was actually pretty badass. You know what I mean? I was like, I'll send you that link anyways. But yeah, he manipulated the, he put like, I guess, auto-tune or some reverb on the voice, put a beat to it, and it, it actually sounded like really good, like a hit. But um, if they get a record deal, if not, they got they got their exposure. They went viral. And, you know, kudos to you guys. Anybody out there that has something like, even you, Dave, you don't know. You can hit up one podcast that just blows everybody's mind. And next thing you know, you're fucking viral. So right. I'm saying, like, everybody out there, like, we're the new celebrities. Like, fuck these. Like, let's eat the elites. All right. Like, yeah, all dude, these people. The elites, man. Fuck. Yeah, all these people that are that have been stars or A list or whatever, like, you know what? Their time is done now. Okay, like let's let's yeah, exactly. everybody everybody on social media, let's let's take charge and let's let's be the next, you know, the next celebrities. Because guess what? None of this is an agenda, none of this is scripted. We're not reading something right now. And yeah, no it's tele- coming from the top of the fucking head, dude. Right. There's no teleprompter in front of me telling me what to say, you know, what I mean? or we're telling you what to say. And every concept you come up with your podcast to, to hand out to these people, the guests you have on there is entirely from your head, which is original. Right. Exactly. And I honestly, dude, I think we went off on a fucking crazy spiritual tangent, which what is probably the best thing. Probably <laughs> yeah. the best thing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think that's a great fucking way to wrap up the show, dude. Yeah, no problem, man. Like, uh, I've been up since like three forty something this morning. I worked today on a you Sunday. Fucking sleep. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, man. My phone's about to die, anyways. But yeah, it was Dave. It's always fun coming on your show, Red Pill Cartel. I will plug this. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll once yeah, you get plug, it done. Plug your show right now. Yeah, toxic radio, everybody. We that's what I'm going to talk to you about tomorrow. If you want to do a podcast, let me know. No, we, I already fucking told you. If this is this was a deal. This was a deal. I you come on here. Uh, I'm on your show tomorrow. Okay, so awesome. everybody, we'll be on Toxic Radio podcast tomorrow. Yeah, uh, check that out. It's all video. I got my new beard going on. I gotta um, see this. I gotta see this. I gotta. See. I, I saw yeah. your picture, but you're kind of covering it up in your in your photo on your IG there. Yeah. Do the little thinker thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what we're covering it up. Okay, okay. Shout out to Matt from uh, the Great Deception podcast. Oh yeah, I was watching some results, dude. He's dude, got knowledge, knowledge. Um, I know. Amazing, dude. I love. I love. I, when I was following you, you're like you enlighten me every day. I'm like, damn. The one about the is it the penal gland? Or which one was it? Pineal land, yeah. Oh, with the, the, the Pope and uh, the Catholic Church. No, not that one. He actually he had one with quantum quantum mechanics too, I think. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah I was, probably. I was really impressed with that. Matt Matt's digging up some uh old history that has been uh uh hidden from us. So watch out for the Great Deception podcast. Watch out for um, shout out to uh, Nico from uh, Upstate Unconventional podcast. He I follow, I is my bro. He, yeah, he's he's the guy that uh, he's my boy that uh, inspired me to do my own show. Um, awesome. awesome, awesome. Yeah, man. Fuck, I love all you guys, man. It's amazing. I just love this whole thing. Amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, like one day we got to do like a Zoom podcast with all these dudes and, and yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. Well, Matt Matt does the Monday Night Master Debaters, so you should get on there too. I'll ho- hopefully, I'll pitch uh, Matt just to get Alan on here too. What's and Matt's? Matt's uh, is the uh, he's uh, Great Deception. Great Deception. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. There's another dude. This this uh, reptilian something lizard people. We're, we're, oh, lizard people underground or the underground? Yeah, the yeah. lizard people underground. Yeah, he's my who's, boy, Stevie. Oh, Steve. Steve Evil. That's Steve. What? Steve Evil can evil. Steve Evil. Oh, Steve Evil. Do I? Was he one of your friends I met or no? You probably he was on my show, like the power of music and spirituality. Oh yes, yeah, that was a great podcast. Yeah. Great podcast, great podcast. Love that guy too. Fuck. Shout mm-hmm. out to all you guys who I associate with. And uh, yeah, dude, fuck, this has been a fucking awesome show. Yeah, and Love you it. guys, you guys out there, hit up Davey Wavy, tell him your thoughts, and you know, it could be a concept for a podcast. Keep supporting Red Pill Cartel. You have yeah, to toxic toxic radio. Yeah, man. Anybody yeah. wants to come on there, just hit me up in the in the messages in the in you know, comments and just say, "Hey, let's do a show." All in the show notes, man. But I'll leave it up to uh, Matt from the Great Deception to uh, <laughs> list all the fucking movies we mentioned again with his ADD. <laughs> one, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. He did this too, but we didn't mention it. He put it on there. Nineteen eighty four. That was that was yeah. the, the episode with yeah he put I was like I was gonna say, I was like this guy do read my mind for fuck's sake yes <laughs> 19, 1984 and equilibrium Matt okay equilibrium yeah. right? <laughs> equilibrium holy fuck Christian Bale yeah in yeah yeah it's fucking insane bro like I was like it was like 1984 but the Matrix type kung fu machine gun uh you know like version of of 1984 right same Big Brothers. Society that's controlling shit. Oh, another one, another one. Put this oh, one down too, Matt. THX one one three eight. George Lucas. Oh, George first. Lucas. Yeah, yeah. His first film. Now that's a fucked up society. So is Logan's Run. Goddamn it! Like Jesus. Oh, Logan's Run. I I heard they were supposed to do a reboot. Dude, we fucking we could go on for hours. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, bro. But you know what it is? It's a little bit of that alcohol, a little bit of cigarettes, and then boom! Hey, guess what? I'm inspired to drop oh, this. 100%, 100%. This, this. Yes. Plus the energy of me and you feeding off each other. Like you will say something. I'm like, oh fuck! Guess what? Blah blah. blah. That reminds me of this. So <laughs> it's crazy. It's well, crazy. Just wrap it up now, Alan. Um, I fucking love you to death, dude. Love you too, bro. Love you too, man. You've been there from day one, so you're gonna That's stay it, there, man. When our souls fucking move on, we're gonna be, you know. In the same crew, in the other 100%, world, in the afterlife. Percent, man. Yeah. My mansion is your mansion. The casa su casa. Yes, yes, yes. Hell yes. yeah! All right, man. I love you to death. Okay, you have a good night. Okay, and everybody out there, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And happy Halloween! Yeah, happy Halloween. Well, that about wraps it up for another episode of Red Pill Cartel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember to go follow Alan at uh, Toxic Radio Podcast uh, on Instagram. I'll add into the show notes. Uh, If you haven't followed him yet, then you might want to do that. If you want to hear more from me, uh, I'm going on another episode tonight. So stay tuned for that. Um, Yeah, just 
thank you guys so much for tuning in. Oh, and please, 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 if you could take a moment of your time and help me get my feet off the ground with this show and uh, give me a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, if you don't mind. It takes a couple minutes, maybe. Uh, Yeah, just drop a line, drop a star, whatever star you want. I don't care as long as you're being honest with yourself and me. Uh, I can take constructive criticism very well. So, yeah, thank you guys so much and uh, see you next time.